0: This is attempt number two. Hopefully <laughs> I don't get disconnected for some reason. If I do, I'm gonna take that as a hint. <laughs> but I hope I don't. Oh, oh. No, All right. hey, Oh no, heads, no. hi. How's it going?
1: Hi. All right, we're yeah. back. Okay. Uh, hi. Um so All you're right. asking me how my week was. Yes. Um my week was interesting. I have <clears throat> two failures. Yay. <laughs> I start off with my failures. Okay. <laughs> so earlier this week i walked into my classroom and i went to go tell them something and i turned around and one of the teachers goes miss jesse hold on and i was like what my <laughs> dress was caught in the back of my bike shorts. <laughs> no. so be worse. It, at
0: least you had bike shorts on. at least
1: i had bike shorts on but you could see my whole ass basically <laughs> um and I was like, awesome! I'm pretty sure I've been walking around like this for 45 minutes. <sighs> so I'm pretty sure I was sitting for most of it, at least I hope so. Um uh, my second failure this week <laughs> was this morning. Um I'd asked Mark to watch Freddie for 30 minutes while I just like lied down for a bit. Um oh wait, no, this happened yesterday. And so I went to go, like, lie down for, like, 30 minutes, and um, then I needed to go to the bathroom. So then as soon as I start going to the bathroom, Freddie barged in, uh, <laughs> turned on the water in the tub, and then Phoebe, my dog, jumped up onto the bed and drank all of my coffee on the <laughs> end. All while I'm trying Fun. to, go to the bathroom. Aww. And I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> You had thirty minutes. You had one job for thirty minutes. Do you? Did I ever? Did you?
0: Did you? Did I? Did it? Did, did Jay or I ever tell you about the story about her in McDonald's with? This was we were little. No, it's so funny. We were at like a McDonald's with our dad, and um, she had wa went to the bathroom, and when she came back, <laughs> a lady who was working there was behind her and Jay didn't know why, but she went Oop! and like pulled the toilet paper out of Jay. It was like <laughs> in her butt crack. <laughs> and she had walked all the way across the restaurant with this toilet paper. <laughs> oh my God. Trailing behind, uh-huh. like connected to the toilet. Like it was like long. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought of when you said so that's way worse. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> um, um but I mean, overall, it was a fine, fine week, I'd say. Fine, um, fine week. A fine oh. week. Um, my <laughs> friends, her last day of work was on Friday. So I gave her my little uh, last day of work gift, um, mm-hmm. which I, I've sent you guys pictures of, but it was a crochet yeah. doll of myself. That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. And she loved it. Uh, she said it's sitting on her shelf right now. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Well, for me, I don't know. I was like, I don't,
0: what's, a, is it a failure? I guess. I don't know. It's been a rough day today. So we'll say that like my kids have, I've wanted to hide in a closet, but um, my dog is 13 for anybody out there. She's a rat terrier. She's 13 and supposedly has multiple years left just because of that. I think really they usually live quite long and But she's diabetic. She's blind. And a few months back, she had two seizures back to back, but all of her blood work came back normal. And, you know, they said their best guess would just be that it's some kind of tumor in her brain. But the next steps would be to do like super expensive, like, you know, exploratory, like ultrasounds and things like that. And Um, where she's so old, it was just kind of like a let's wait and see what happens. And um, that was a couple months ago. And she just had one this morning. And it was just so bad. And it's so scary and stressful when it happens. But she's doing okay now. So I don't know. I don't know if it's just something that's going to just keep happening periodically. And you know, that's what it is. I don't, I don't really know. But. uh, But. My win for the week um, was that um, I should be starting a new job that I'm excited about because um, as I mentioned before, I have an Etsy shop and I clean residential homes, but it's been really difficult with the cleaning job to get to the office to do things like editing podcast episodes and working on my Etsy shop and all that. And I found a job that I'm excited about because it's also cleaning, but the pay rate is super good for the hours and it's a second shift type thing that I can come and go when I need to. So as long as uh, I get my kid to sleep, you know, and I can run out, it's only like a four to five hour clean and it's four days a week, but the pay is way, you know, way more than I'm making now and I'm barely able to get to the office. So I'm really excited to start that because it'll leave me so much more room for things like keeping up with social media for this and, you know, all that stuff because I haven't been very good with that.
1: Hmm. yeah well that's good that's exciting sweet so yeah that's it nice Uh, what's the topic today
0: yeah so actually it's funny because I have heard this uh, I have heard of this case before um, but didn't realize the additional information about it that makes it even more interesting Um, and this is the murder of Martha Laurel Conant Brailsford or just Martha Brailsford. And so this was the um, case that I referenced last week when we talked about Francis Cochran and how there was a lady writing a book about Martha Brailsford and that she had tried to write the book about Francis Cochran and was like kind of threatened to not do so she had written a book about this case. And so I wanted to look it up. And when I did, I was like, oh, I have heard of this, but didn't realize um, how interesting it actually is. So, um, so that is what we're going to talk about today. <clears throat> and so um, before I hop into that, I want to do my liquid IV. I've actually been really, um, I've been drinking the strawberry lemonade one. And I wasn't sure if I'd like it because I'm actually not really a lemonade fan it gives me like heartburn and I know, I know Jesse, she made a face at me, but, um, I, I know you love it, but it it always gives me like acid reflux just because I'm fucking fat and I always have it anyway. And so I, it's maybe that's it. I don't know. But, um, so I usually don't like lemonade for that purpose unless it's like super watered down, you know? Yeah. Um, but this doesn't really taste like, super lemonadey, but it's really good. I actually really like it. So, um, loving my liquid IV. I'm almost in need of more and I've had a really bad headache cause, ah, so, oh, this could be a fail too. I have two then. Okay. Cause I had to, (laughs) my child did not sleep the other night and it was like, it was my fault. This is for sure a fail. (laughs) Okay. So I'll do bedtime with him and then I sneak out of his room and I'm a night owl so I was like working on Etsy stuff after his bedtime and it was already pretty late like I want to say it was probably like almost 1 or one fifteen, even like in the morning and I'm in the living room working on my tablet and all of a sudden I hear mama what you doing out here and I'm like oh fuck like <laughs> I clearly didn't shut his door all the way. And oh, he was like, what are you doing do on the couch? And I was like, oh my God, nothing, nothing. Hopped right up, nothing. Coming come right back in there. And uh, then he was like, but I'm not going to go to bed. And so it was probably like 4.45 by the time he fell asleep, right? Yeah, 4.45 a.m. And 15 minutes into him finally sleeping, he wakes up with a bloody nose. I'm like, God fucking damn it. I swear to God. So we took care of that and then I fell asleep and it was like 6.15 and I was like, there's no chance. I mean, I'm already late every day to try to make it to the eight o'clock cleans because I just can't drop him off very early because he, he won't go in his classroom if his teachers aren't there and they're not there until close to eight. So um, so anyway, it was like an hour and a half clean and I was like, there's no chance. So I texted one of the girls and I was like, I'm not going to make it. And so... um. I ended up sleeping in and then driving to the clean that I was going to, which was like on York Beach, and it was like a it's like a bed and breakfast kind of a, not even i don't know it's like a they're like suites and a and a con like a condo it's like a house you can rent, and then behind the house there's a separate building that has like four suites okay, that you can rent, so we're cleaning all of those, so it was like a five hour clean, and I didn't have anything to eat, nothing to drink, nothing. Cause I just flew right there. So like by the time I got back, I was super dehydrated and my head hurt so bad because I had been sweating all day with no hydration at all. And I took my liquid IV and I'll tell you that my headache went away after the first bottle because it really does help me get hydrated <laughs> a lot faster.
1: Oh, so yeah.
0: that's my, that's my uh, recommendation. It's if so you're dehydrated, so get, li- get liquid ID, yeah.
1: IV. Well, I have another fail. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I was at Target the other day and I got one of those, um, you know how like athleisure wear is like really in right now. And so like yeah. gr- women are just constantly wearing like matching bike shorts with like, you know, yeah. a, a, a matching crop top or sports bra, whatever the hell they are. And so it's like pretty much all women wear now, which makes sense because it's hot. So fucking hot. So I was just like sweating and I was like, I really just need something light to wear around the house, something like that. And so I bought like a matching set where it's like bike shorts and like a top. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to look so cute. It's going to like, you know, mold everything together where it's (laughs) supposed to be. And I put it on. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm never going out in public like this <laughs> It looks so bad Danny <laughs> I'm like cool Um, So this looks like really good On like everybody else Except for me
0: On <laughs> like everybody else
1: So that was a fail So basically I'm never leaving the house in it But I am nice and cool Now um it's fine but now i'm like even walking around the house with my husband i'm just like don't look at me <laughs> <laughs> just don't look at me <laughs> what you
0: <I'm> I looking at <laughs> that's so funny
1: yeah they're there it's not like i'm actually wearing part of the top you can probably <laughs> see it I, oh yeah i'm wearing the outfit danny hold on wait oh
0: it doesn't look bad
1: <laughs> hold on wait
0: looks way better than i would look <laughs> i like the hip the hip uh, <laughs> uh
1: anyways um but yeah so liquid i
0: mean <laughs> Seriously, though, if you want to support the podcast, um, by all means, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, You can get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier, uh, sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com and you use my code OSHART, that's O-H-S-H-A-R-T at checkout and that's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code OSHART at liquidiv.com. (sighs) <sighs> All right. <laughs> I think it looks fine, Jesse.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Does your child push on your stomach or your boobs and go so squishy? So I mean <laughs> No, but
1: I do have a little girl at school. Her way of showing affection is grabbing your upper arm and going squish, 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 squish. <laughs> so there's that.
0: There was um there was a uh <laughs> There was a little girl at daycare. <laughs> when I was dropping Abe off at daycare, she walked up to me and she did it. She pushed on my tummy yeah. and then put both hands up on my boobs. Oh. And I backed up real fast. Like, ah. I was like, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's all I need is some kid to be like, I felt her boobs.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> and oh, she's well. the one who always comes up to me and says, Mom... And I'm like, nah, "No uh, no, yeah, I <laughs> well, not- no. She doesn't say apes, mom. She just goes, "Mom." I'm like, oh my God
1: <laughs> no, there was I think I told you this story, but maybe I don't know if I did, but there was this one time when, um, this was like months and months and months ago, um we have an after school program at our school, and uh there was this kid who was probably like eleven. And I'm sitting down, like, you know, with the kids while the teachers are, like, doing their thing. I think they were, like, reading a book or something. And one of the other teachers was sitting, like, next to me. And this kid who was sitting next to me randomly just started giving me a massage. Woo! And, I'm like, Not okay, was- I, was, I was a bit shell-shocked. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do
0: because that – never- His parents probably, like, make him do it, you know. You <laughs> he said he's, like, 11, though?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I turned to the, the teacher that I was with and I'm looking at her and she's not reacting to anything. And so I'm like, Are you seeing this shit right now? Like, am I in a Twilight song? Why is this kid massaging me? And I just like abruptly got up and left. And I came oh, back man. and she was like, Why did you leave? I'm like, Did you not just see the little boy who was it's getting giving real me awkward a over there? it's getting a little weird. And she was like, Oh my God, I didn't even notice. I'm like, how I was sitting next to you.
0: So Ivo's, um, like preschool teacher, she at the daycare he went to, she always posts on Facebook, funny things that the kids say. And, uh, she, she said one time, uh, she was helping a kid who had to use the bathroom or something. And he was like, um, what did he say? He said something like, um, he said like, Miss Marcy, um, when I get bigger, will my penis get bigger too? And she's like, um, well, you know, like all of you gets bigger. So, you know, and he goes, cause my dad's penis is huge. And she's like, um, and he goes, and she goes, well, yeah, you know, he's a man. And he goes, no, it's really huge.
1: (laughs) freaking kids I know they uh, trust me they tell us everything about their parents yeah there
0: was a another person I think I want to say it was actually around the same time it was probably another parent or something because we were probably talking about this stuff at the school too and she had said how she was in the changing room like a fitting room and it was like super packed and (laughs) her kid who was little at the time was like mom do you still love my penis and she's like fuck it like got really quiet in <laughs> she's like i love all of you buddy like what the fuck man you guys suck sometimes
1: <laughs> well there was a, an activity that one of my classes was doing uh a week like i think it was earlier this week and um they were asking going around asking the kids what <laughs> sounds they hear at night oh god and so, like a bunch of kids were like, "Oh, we hear crickets, we hear owls, we hear cars, and blah blah blah." And then they turn this one kid and they go, "What do you hear at night?" And he goes, "My parents are really loud." And they were like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah, and like I go to check on them, and they just put me back to bed. But they're so loud, <laughs> you know, like they're trying so hard not to laugh.
0: Kevin Smith, um, you know Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, he has a. Uh, it's not even a stand-up. He has these videos. It's called like a an evening with Kevin Smith, and he has a second one called Evening Harder. And uh, he just goes to college campuses and just talks and it's fucking hilarious. But he talks in one about his wife and him. He's got a really funny one where he talks about the two of them and when they first met, you know, uh, and when they first had sex, which is hilarious because he talks about how, you know, he's like, you know, you're, you're raised, you know, you're taught to never have sex with open wounds. But they had been like dry humping or something and his zipper was like rubbing against his dick. (laughs) so he's like but i was like i'm about to do it (laughs) he said it was like sticking my dick in battery ass but regardless of that they also talk about how one time that he's like we were having sex and it was like she was on top it was like full on you know like we were. it was a blast he's like and we finish and we roll over and harley who was like probably four at the time had her hands like under her chin you know like looking at them on the bed on the side of the bed and they're like oh um how long you been there and she goes what are you guys doing and they go what does it look like we're doing and she goes swimming and he goes yep that's what we're doing he's like it's too cold outside so we're swimming in here and so now they always call it night swimming
1: <laughs> so good oh god, oh god. But night
0: swimming, anyway, let's get to this case, huh yes, yes, <laughs> no more night swimming talks, so Martha Brailsford was thirty seven on july 12 ninety one She was an interior designer and an artist, and she was from Salem, Massachusetts. She used to i suppose she used to occasionally hang out with her neighbor, who was forty six at the time, his name was Thomas um I think it's Maimoni, is how you say it? M-A-I-M-O-N-I, Maimoni. And um, on this particular day, her husband had come home from work and he wasn't sure why she wasn't there. Um, He could tell she hadn't been there for multiple hours because she had like her painting stuff outside. When normally she would have brought it in, and it had obviously been multiple hours because it was in the evening. Now she wouldn't have just left it out there, so he didn't know where she was. So he ended up going for like a walk around the block to try and see if he could find her, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't able to find her. So at one at one in the morning, he called the police because he was concerned. And um, at that point, they said, you know, to give it some time that maybe she was she'd be back, you know, whatever. So he thought to himself that maybe she had been with Tom, the neighbor, because occasionally they would, you know, get together during the day and chat and whatever. And, um, Tom said he hadn't seen her that day, you know, and, and he hadn't seen her since like a week before or something like that. So, um, on July 15th, however, Tom had changed his story. Um, he had a boat and would occasionally go out on the boat but he had told Martha's husband that he would never have taken her out without him around because that would look bad you know he was married he didn't want anybody to get the wrong idea and um, it turns out that there were people who did see him with her at the pier so um, he had then told the detectives um, that had approached him to, to speak with him because at this point they were, you know, just trying to touch base with everybody that she could have been in touch with that day. And um, he did say that she was on the boat with him because they, you know, he originally told them that she wasn't, that he never went on the boat. And then when people said they saw her at the pier with him, he said, okay, she was with me. He said she wanted to talk to him about something about having to do with work, like um, getting his opinion on something having to do with work, and he was going to help her, but it was too busy at the pier, so he told her to hop on the boat, and he, you know they could talk while they were on the boat, and then they'd come back. That's what he had told them. He said that she had lost her balance, however, and hit her head, and that she fell off the side of the boat and disappeared in the water before he could even try to find her. Um, he said he searched for her all night, but never found her and that he just didn't say anything because he was too afraid of, you know, being considered, you know, a murderer or suspect, whatever. Um, so obviously the cops were concerned about this. It doesn't sound, you know, why would you not call the police when something like this happens? It doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't call and just try to get someone out there to look right away. Right. Right. Um, and so. At this point, they were concerned, but they didn't really have anyone else to go to. And so they ended up reaching out to Lori Cabot, the Witch of Salem. Oh. Yeah. And so when they did this, um, all they gave her was her address, where she lived, and the date of her birth. And so she goes into like what she calls... I guess, an alpha state. This is what she says. And, um, when she goes into this alpha state, after she's finished, she had come to, and she had said to them, um, she said that she, Martha had gone on the boat with him and that they were trying to enjoy just a little bit of time, but he tried to make advances on her and that they got into an argument, which he, she, she said, Lori Cabot said he basically turned into a beast. She said she asked um, him to take her back to shore and then he picked up an item on the boat and struck her in the back of the head with it. She laid unconscious and he tied an anchor to her ankle and weighted her down at the waist and then dumped her overboard. So, Lori Cabot also told the police that um, she was still anchored in underwater near a small offshore island with an, a lighthouse in view. So they had already searched, like, everywhere to try to find her body in the, in the water, and they couldn't find her. And on July 18th, within hours of Lori's vision, a lobster fisherman, Hooper Goodwin, had gone to check his traps in Massachusetts Bay off Marblehead. And one of the traps returned to the surface. He noticed an anchor attached to it. And when he looked closer, he noticed some rope and a fishing line dragging from it. And the line dangled down the side of the trap into the water, and that's when he noticed a body attached to the line, and that was Martha. So as Lori predicted, it was an anchor that was tied to her foot and a lead, sorry, it's a lead belt that was um, around her waist, that he put around her waist um, to hold her down. Um, she also had no clothes on, and the autopsy determined that she had drowned, but that she had received several blunt trauma wounds to her head. So basically, she was actually alive when he dumped her over the side and she drowned, even though he thought she was dead. But um, so at that point, Tom went on the run. So, of course, he, he did. Yeah yeah he decided to try to get away so he went on the run and they the captain decided to call lori again and so during this vision she went into like alpha state again and she said she saw him looking in a mirror and shaving his mustache because he full-on has like a tom selleck stash right this guy yeah and so she said he was shaving his mustache and that he was clearly frantic unsure of where he'd go next and at first he thought of going south like southwest, um, but changed his mind and decided he was gonna go up to Canada. So Lori offered to conjure up a spell that would derail his plans in some sort of way. So she had created a straw doll and named it Tom Mimoni. She wrapped it with a white cord, and then she went into Alpha and projected that he'd do something stupid to get caught. So Three days later, on July 20th, a policeman in the town of Waite, uh, it's in northern Maine, near the Canadian border and well north of Salem, uh, answered a call from locals who were concerned because there was an unfamiliar car outside of a cabin that was supposed to be vacant. So the officer um, forced entry into the cabin and found Tom Memoni asleep on the couch so he certainly did something stupid and got caught Uh and uh and just as she predicted he had shaved off his mustache and he was making a run for Canada and so um he you know the notes that from the captains said that it's hard to tell whether Lori's spell worked, you know, obviously they don't really right. know, but it's still pretty crazy. Like he could have just gone straight to Canada, you know, like they didn't, there didn't, didn't have to be a stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and after his arrest, Mimoni said, I killed a woman in Massachusetts. However, at his trial, he proclaimed his innocence. Um, he maintained his story that he, she was knocked overboard by a wave and also claimed that he pulled her back onto the boat to remove her clothes to prevent hyperthermia when he realized she was seriously injured, but then panicked and tied an anchor to weight her body. So basically he kind of admitted to it anyway, even if that is what happened, right. <laughs> he still <laughs> could have brought her somewhere and done something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he ended up getting life in prison and, uh, He did become eligible for parole in 2006, but it was denied. And then also denied in 2011 and 2016. So, but he died in, in, uh, in prison on October 18th of 2017 at 72 years old. But I I feel like it's super crazy that she predicted that. Yeah. I mean... Like, it's so exact, you know? Yeah. They didn't tell her anything about it, you know? They just told her her n- address, her n- name, and date of birth, and that was it. And she got all of it.
1: Dang. That's
0: I mean, crazy.
1: So, do we believe in witches? I mean, I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: Um, I don't really know. I mean this this I, think, I, mean, I feel like this is crazy,
0: you know what yeah. I mean? To be like, you know, I know that she's not the only one who's done it. I've seen some other um, you know, probably on Discovery Plus, but like shows where people have done similar things, you know, where yeah. they've given exact information. There's no way they could have known to officers or whatever. Right. I mean, I know that officers don't usually go that route because there's so little to be able to prove anything and and they still have to be able to prove whatever happened happened. Just getting the information and knowing whatever doesn't necessarily usually produce a whole lot. She did supposedly help with another case as well. I forget what year it was in, but there was a case where someone went missing and she claimed that the individual who kidnapped her brought her up to New Hampshire to like the White Mountains and threw her over a cliff but they, you know, they'd never been able to find anything to prove whether or not that was accurate. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I mean, I don't know. It seems pretty crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Um, I do love the idea of witches being a real thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I just love Salem too. I remember going when I think I was like, 15 or 16. Yeah.
0: It's just went, like a cool uh, atmosphere.
1: It is. I went around like Halloween. So of course everything was like, you know, amped up, but yeah. I remember going. Was in- that when we yeah. all went
0: together? Didn't we go? I went one year with mom and everybody. And I remember getting a reading somewhere.
1: I don't think so. I remember going with mom, my dad,
0: oh, and yeah, I didn't go with him.
1: I think I
0: was probably around the same age you're saying you were because it seemed yeah. like, oh, I don't think I was in my 20s. But yeah, um, I but
1: just yeah. remember going into a store with mom and they had like spell books and they had it's so
0: fun. I just could spend like forever there. I love it. And I yeah. love the fall. So, uh, yeah, I totally want to go back.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I went
0: this last year, and I can't remember. Was it like freaking February? It was gross. It was so freaking cold. I wanted to die. (laughs) It was like, why was this a good idea? I think I got frostbite. But (laughs) it's still so cool and fun to be there. I don't know. It's my vibe, hundred hundred percent.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But I mean, you've had some pretty crazy stuff with people who've known things they shouldn't, though. Like that lady down there.
1: Yeah, I did go to um, a psychic. This was like uh almost a year ago Mm -hmm. um but she was like she only knew like my first name um I didn't give her any information like she like absolutely nothing based off of nothing and she got yeah so much she told me stories that I didn't even know and I had to like call up Diane and be like did this happen and she was like yeah yeah it did happen weird
0: well that and she knew about your uncle Mike right
1: yeah, so that well, was... That
0: wasn't true. with you, though, right? Wasn't that she with She
1: did say something to me. Um, so this was in September of last year. And she had said to me that my uncle Mike wasn't doing well. And yeah. he, like, wasn't healthy or he was depressed. She just did said... Did she even have his name? What did... She said... Um, I can't remember because it was a while ago. But I want. she did say that he was dad's brother. And she, I feel like she said his name was Mike and um, yeah, she told me that he wasn't doing well and she doesn't know how much time he has left. And then when mom went to go and see her back in like January, um, she said the same thing to mom. And then within two weeks, my uncle Mike passed. Yeah, it
0: was super close. Yeah. because I was like, weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've that's only seen arm.
0: um I've only seen like one person locally in person, you know, for a reading. She did like palm reading and stuff, and it was super accurate, you know, and that's going off of like no information, but yeah. Um just like information about like even like my career and like where it's been and where it's going and this change that's happening. Like this is just a lot of things that I was like, "Weird, yeah, that's super accurate." Yeah, but I've never gone to like, well, and we've been really lucky. Like, you know, obviously we lost, we lost our grandparents like within the last few years. And, um, prior to that, we've really been pretty lucky, like in regards to like family and Mm -hmm. most of them are still around. So like, I've never felt the need to go to like a medium for anything like that, but I would be really curious to try and go to one. I know a friend of mine and I were talking about trying to see the North Shore medium because she'll like come around and do like stuff in groups and and things like that. So we've talked about that, but haven't actually scheduled it or planned it. But I just think it's cool. I would like to. I mean, if they know information you didn't give them, I find that pretty uh, incredible. I I know. Sometimes it's accurate enough that it's like, (laughs) there's no way they could have guessed that. You know what I mean?
1: and Mark is like very uh, skeptic. He's very yeah. big skeptic on things like that. He's like, oh, well, she must have known your name. She could probably Google you or go on Facebook. And I'm like, yeah, but like these certain- She'd
0: never know like those know. people though. Like of, <laughs> like she wouldn't know someone's going to be like going to die. <laughs> no,
1: but also <laughs> like the first thing she mentioned was my dad. And we're going up on our 10 year anniversary yeah. of him passing away. And so- um the first thing she brought up was my dad. And she said immediately, there's something with the throat. Something was wrong with his throat. And I was like, oh my God, because he did have a tumor in his throat and he had a raspy voice for like a year. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way even if she were to find me on Facebook. That's in You don't even
0: go on Facebook anyway. You're like never even on I know, there. So I'm never nobody on would get information about you from Facebook.
1: But like that's such a like a specific detail that she wouldn't be able right. to find on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just like interesting, but like,
0: well, and then remember the weird, um, uh, we were just talking about it in our chatty chat group with mom and everybody a little while back. But, um, when my grandmother who passed away not too long ago, um, when her sister passed away, now her sister, we called Mimo. And when Mimo passed away, we, we were young. Like, I, I don't know what year it was, but it was a, it was a while before Nana. It was 2000. So, okay. So I was like, what, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. So where we lived, when we had moved in, there previously used to be a campground up the street that had the same phone number as our house line. And so we would, for a while, get phone calls from people thinking it was the campground asking for information about camping. And we were like, oh, it's not the campground number. I don't, you know, we can't help yeah. you. Yeah. And so there was one afternoon very shortly after Mimo passed away. And now I, I knew Mimo, but like, I'm not going to say I knew her very well. She wasn't around all the time. So like we knew who she was. I knew her, you know? Um, but we got a phone call. I answered the phone and automatically just assumed it was someone looking for the campground because they were like, it, it was like a weird call. Like it was like, didn't sound very well connected and, um, you know, she's kind of like saying something over me. And I was like, sorry, the campground is closed. This isn't the campground. And she goes, what? It's Mimo. It's Mimo. And I was like, what? And she goes, it's Mimo. And then I was like, freaked out and I just hung up. <laughs> and then I was like, this is super weird. Like, who else goes by Mimo? That's so right, weird.
1: Yeah. And she had such a distinct voice, like Nana. Yes. Did. Yes.
0: Yeah. So that was super weird. And it was a landline. So it's not like a cell phone where like you don't have a good connection. Like it was weird that it was like, like not connected very well. But yeah. So I've had a handful of things like that happen, but yeah, the one was weird.
1: Well, so this psychic kept like, uh, she kept saying to me, um, if we were wanting more kids, and yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, right. I don't." I was like, yeah, I don't think we want more than like two, though. And she kind of had like a really long pause. And she's like, OK, <laughs> are you are you sure about that? And I was like, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. And she's like, uh, she goes, OK, well, you know, after you have that second one, you'll either need to get your tubes tied or your husband needs to get a vasectomy because you're going to have three. And it's so funny because I've talked to other psychics before, and all of them have told me I'm going to have three kids. So funny. So, but we'd always talked about only having two, and so then I randomly brought up to him um, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I think after like I have, you know, I have the second kid, I, I'm probably going to get my tubes tied," and Mark was like, um, "Are you sure?" Like, I, I just, it just feels so permanent. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. And he's like, well, like, what if we want a third? It just like, and I was like, since when do we want three kids? All right. And so he's he like, me. well, like, if we have like a second boy, I kind of want to try for a girl. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Well, <laughs> You'd be one of those moms then, who has seven boys.
1: I know. <laughs> Trying
0: for that girl still.
1: And I'm just kind of like, okay. And after like talking with the psychic too, I'm like, why do I just have this fucking feeling that I'm going to have a second boy? Like the second kid is going to be a boy. And I'm like, I'm going to be like, okay, I guess we're having three now. Like, well, And then
0: we were all like, oh, are they trying to say you're going to have twins because Mark is a twin for those of yeah. you your husband is a twin. Yeah. But technically that's supposed to come from the woman's side. So yeah. I don't but think it really would impact you. It was because just, that's what Eddie was thinking, too, when I was pregnant was if I would have twins because his mother's a twin. But I was like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, but, no. But um, even then when I I was pregnant, so when I was pregnant, someone said something about two to me as well. I'm trying to remember who it was. And I was like, oh, God, I I hope not. Or someone no, that's right. It was that um uh thing I went to and I had a tarot reading by a lady that I know and she brought up twins or something. She said, Are there twins in the family? I said, Well, there are on his side. And uh but that was when I was pregnant and then we miscarried and then we got pregnant again. Oh so okay. and we got pregnant like back to back. So
1: <coughs> Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I just have this funky feeling that this second kid that we have is going to be another boy, and then I'm going to be like, oh my god, I guess we're having three kids. Um, I just, I don't know. I just have that feeling.
0: Um,
1: but we'll see. Um, I know. Yeah, um, I, I just, re- there wasn't like, um, I don't know what you like talked about as far as like weird experiences on that episode that you did with Darcy. Um Cause like we've talked about like, I know me and you have talked about like the weird things that happened in our house growing up where like the stu the stereo would just like turn on in the basement or. Uh, what about
0: Jessica's house? Jessica's oh, Greenland yeah. house. Yeah. So I have a friend that I went to high school with who has um, their family owns a motel, but they also have like a second house in another adjacent town that they go to for like holidays and weekends and things like that. And, um, that house is, it definitely has activity. I mean, she knew it, they've always known it, but the house has like three parts to the basement. So there's like the regular part and then like a dirt part. And then there's a part that's plywooded over. That's another hole underneath that. That was part of the underground railroad Uh and they don't really go near there. But we, um, We were having a part like a sleepover, whatever, with all of us girls in high school and it always turned dramatic. And this particular night we went like, you know, everybody had their moment and then we went to her mother's room, which we never went in. And I'll be honest, like I always got weird vibes from the room, Uh but we sat on her mom's bed. So we were all like kind of just talking about like what happened, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, while we were sitting there, their answering machine. Why do we keep coming up with answering machines? I don't know. Like, that's weird. <laughs> so it was a straight up old school answering machine. Their answering machine just started playing back our conversation. All of a sudden, nobody touched anything. And in order to record, you have to like hit two buttons at the same time. Yeah. So like we didn't record anything. And then all of a sudden, it just started playing back what we had just been saying. And we all freaked yeah. out and ran out of the room.
1: Oh, I don't like that i don't like that
0: but it's funny because the more i pay attention to this stuff now the more i like think of places that i have been in the past and like particular places in those homes or whatever that just felt uncomfortable to me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like oh like when we'd be there this part of the house just i never wanted to go in there yeah you know what i mean or whatever just felt weird and uncomfortable and cold and whatever and uh I feel like lately I've been thinking about a lot of places like that. Like, oh, that like or if I think of places I used to hang out, it's like, oh, and in that house, that was the area that was weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. And there were multiple in that house, but
1: I just um Are you still there? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um well, I so when I was a sophomore in college, I lived in this dorm that I apparently was known for being haunted or whatever mm-hmm. and um so it was called like upper quad and lower Quad. lower quad and i lived in the upper quad and it was an all-girl dorm and i just remember like weird things happened throughout that whole year that i lived there um we would i lived on the top floor and i we would hear it sounded like somebody was running laps around the top Ooh. floor like full-blown speeding laps like to the point where like our door would kind of bang a little bit against the uh the wall because the wind or whatever and every single time it happened we would open the door to see who's running and there's nobody there like nobody is coming in from the door Nobody, there's no gust of wind like nothing we could never the entire year i could never figure out where the hell it came from and then there was one time where i went to go into the bathroom to wash my face and like get ready for bed. And how you walked into the bathroom was like, you walk in, there's a bunch of stalls to your uh, left and then the sinks and then the showers around the corner were on your right. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so I went to the first sink right next to the door. And so I'm standing there and I'm like washing my face and I feel and I see out of the corner of my eye, the door had opened like somebody was walking in. And yeah. they just kind of kept walking, and uh, we called it the poop stall, because there was a stall at the very end around the corner that everyone would poop in, because we just assumed yeah. that nobody could hear us there. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't... This <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see or hear anybody go into the stalls <laughs> right next to the door, so I'm like, oh, someone has to poop, so like washing my face and brushing my teeth and then i realized that i don't hear or see anybody else in the bathroom and so i'm like looking under the stalls like looking around the corner of the bath like the showers like nothing there's nobody else in the bathroom and i like hightailed it out of there i grabbed all my shit and ran back to my room um but stuff like that happened all the time and like our tv turn on randomly in the middle of the night um yeah it was just bizarre but, um, oh, what was I going to say? Because
0: I had thought of something while you were talking. Uh, poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be annoyed at myself. Uh, well, there's that little spot
1: in Diane's house that always creeped me out. Um, yeah, but- I never really was in there. So, like, I don't.
0: You know, I never really noticed it particularly creepy. You know, well,
1: that's because I mean, I stayed in there all the time. Every time I had to stay with them. Well, was... there
0: was that whole thing with her TV too. Not long ago, I remember that?
1: Oh God, I kind of do. Yeah, like it was
0: completely knocked over. There was like no yeah. way for it to be able to have knocked over like it did.
1: Yeah, in that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you that room is sketchy as hell.
0: Um, yeah, was... my house is. I don't know. Oh, I was gonna say. I feel like if you believe in stuff like that, like you know, spirits or ghosts or whatever. I feel like I've gotten to a point because I totally do. I mean, it seems silly to not think that that's possible. But um, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, everywhere has something. Mm-hmm. There's no way it doesn't. Like, I could be on the sidewalk. There's something there. I believe that. Because, <laughs> come on, shit happens everywhere. Yeah. But that's like whenever you watch shows and it's like, oh, like, hospitals, old hospitals and prisons. Come on. I know. It's not like, is it haunted? It's like, yeah, for sure it is. People, a million people have died there or got shanked or whatever. Like, yeah, it's
1: fucking haunted, dude. Well, when I was watching, I was going on like the, my binge of watching the Dead Files. So they have that psychic that goes through. Um, I don't know if you've ever really watched it. But
0: I'm probably I'd have to like see it. Too. I've watched so many shows like it, so I'd probably have to see it to yeah. remember which one it is.
1: Um, but anybody who's listening, um, it's really it's uh, very entertaining. Um, so basically, somebody will call up and say that their like house is haunted or they've got a lot of activity, and so this retired New York City homicide detective will come and he, like, investigates the house, investigates the land, whoever lived there, and, like, interviews the people who live in the house. While all simultaneously we have a psychic that goes there in the middle of the night and will do a reading of the house. Yeah, and, okay, I think
0: I have for sure then, because this sounds familiar to me. Yeah,
1: and then they come together at the end and present what they have and see if yep. it matches. Yeah. And um, the, hum- the guy, um, I think his name is Steve, He's fucking hilarious. Like, definitely like a New York City cop, but like, yeah, he, things that he says just cracks me up. Like, anytime that he's like interviewing people, they're like, "Oh, like I just I saw the shadow figure in the door," and he's like, "Now, come on, were you boozing? Were you boozing? Were you getting a drink?" <laughs> the <guy> was like, <laughs> I was like, "No, no," but like, the more I watch it, the more like. It irritates me because like, you know, Steve will be like, oh, like, is it, could it be this? Could it be this? And it's always like, no, it couldn't possibly be that. And it's like, actually, it could possibly be that.
0: That's one of the things I have a hard time with on those shows is I can pick apart almost everything. It's the few times when something is not explainable that I'm like, all right, yeah, I will. I'll be like when they try and do like the spirit box things and it'll come through with like words and it's hard to tell what they say or no, not even spirit box when they do like a digital recording session and it comes through with like this sound that's like, jumbled up and it's like i that doesn't sound like anything but then they'll be like did you hear it said in the basement and then you're <laughs> like now it fucking sounds like that but like it didn't sound like that you know what i mean like
1: <laughs> but i think like what gets me about the dead files is like every time they do the investigation it's shit that always happened in the late 1800s it's never any other time frame It's never these
0: people in the '80s. I know there
1: was somebody who overdosed here or something. (laughs) Like very rarely, it'll be something from like current times or within the last fifty years. But almost ninety percent of the episodes, it's like, oh, I think she's from like the eighteen. There's a
0: Native American burial ground right behind your house. You know, (laughs) (laughs) fuck.
1: and i'm like what's with this like edwardian era like just was it just yeah. like did everyone just fucking die all the time because
0: like, they were all fucking psychos and they tortured people and it was like horrific deaths
1: i just uh, i just don't understand <laughs> why it's always the late 1800s but um yeah so <laughs> it's just or they no, like so they, they do a sketch as well like so like a. Uh, Amy, the psychic, will go to a sketch artist and like describe the things that she saw. But like, there are times where they like, where they're like, they do the big reveal of the sketch, and it's always Steve that's like, I don't really know if I want to show this to you, but I have to. <laughs> and, and they show it, and it's like fucking stick figures. Like, am and I was thinking it was going to be something like way scarier yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you're
0: like wow did you play hangman today or what
1: (laughs) Uh, oh my god and then they like start bawling their eyes out and like this doesn't like this is supposed to scare me I think the scarier ones are when like they do an actual like a a portrait of somebody and then Steve just happens to have a picture of The person who previously lived in the house and they match yeah that's when it's like okay well see so
0: i like um i like a lot of like there's like youtubers that i like and i like them because they're not really edited it's not you know not to the same extent yeah there's a few that i really like there's one guy who's from the uk and he's my favorite and that's because they really do not like they're super like anytime anything happens, like, well, that could have been this. Like they're very, like they don't want anyone to think that they're just like making shit up.
1: Yeah. And uh,
0: like even one time he, he, they were in a house and like he was sitting there and the door in front of him opened on its own. Like it clicked open and he was like, He shut it and asked it to do it again and it did it again. And he's like, I know that they were on a different floor, like the people with him. He's like, but I realize that like the people watching are gonna be like, someone came down and did it. You know what I mean? And there's no way they can prove that. But I really like them. And he's really funny. (laughs) He really cracks me up. Like he he's he does not have enough followers at all for like I just love his personality. He also does like little videos where he talks about stuff too, but a lot of times he'll like hold a tiny microphone, which I think is (laughs) awesome but he um if they'll be like walking through places that are supposed to be haunted and he'll be like oh, wait sh- did you hear that and then he'll like fart <laughs> i love it it's so funny it's so funny uh and for anybody listening uh, um not that he needs he, he has far more listeners than i do uh but it's his youtube channel is duty rhino that's what it's called but oh my god i love them so much but um i also love destination fear which is on discovery plus but they also now have it on youtube because they got canceled on discovery plus and it's uh, project fear and i do love them but um there was uh, so anybody who's watched any sam and colby they have like 10 million subscribers and they're just like these two best friends that didn't even start out doing it but they do this stuff now like the paranormal stuff but so there was one episode where they were in like a hospital or something and there was supposedly a little girl spirit there or whatever and they had a book that was supposed to be her favorite and their um their device that they were using is it's called a a boo a boo buddy or it's a bear that like talks Mm -hmm. it'll talk it'll be like triggered by whatever spirit is there supposedly. And it it has like a bunch of phrases, right? So they start reading the book and it had said a few things prior to that, but they're reading the book and they don't really know the book, but they're, they're reading it. And on like the second page, the bear goes, what's two plus two. And they're like, four you know yeah. and then they keep they keep reading and it's like and then there was this and there was one and there was two and there was three and there were four and they were like four holy shit and i'm like oh yeah that's weird like because you weren't they didn't know why she was like what's two plus two you know oh my god so that kind of stuff i think is like when it's intelligent like that it's like all right like you know i don't they were genuinely like holy crap like you could tell it was like genuine and real yeah so there are certain things that I do. You know, there's other times where it's like, ah, that was not fucking
1: real. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, but it's fun to watch nonetheless. Yes, it is. That's why I love watching The Dead Files. Like, Mark makes fun of me, but I'm like, it's nostalgic for no, me. It's like, every fun. time I watched it, it was with Diane. So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It like, brings me back to her house. And so, mm-hmm. I'm like, it just, it's a dark show, but it, you know, it weirdly mm-hmm. makes me feel warm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I totally want to go somewhere cool for like an investigation, but
1: yeah.
0: uh, Someday I will. I'm so
1: happy that we're heading into spooky season.
0: Me too. I love it so much. It's nice so excited. I'm so
1: excited.
0: And now with this job, I'm like gonna have daytime. So like if I wanna like, you know, try to enjoy some of the autumn weather, I can. Nice. I I know. I'm pretty excited.
1: I can't wait. Starting September first, those pumpkins are coming out. I know
0: pumpkins pumpkins Pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) anyway i think that's all i have today cool 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 but um yeah So i gotta figure out another one i feel like the next one should be something like fun like maybe paranormal since it's gonna be spooky season soon maybe i can find it maybe i'll do the travis walton thing this is why i want to start a patreon like i don't even have that many people following me and i get that but i feel like if like i the one thing i don't like about podcasts is that it's not like youtube where you can have the comments underneath of people Mm -hmm. who are like oh you should do this like other than like being like facebook comments like and i suck at keeping up with social media. So it's, I don't get a whole lot of that, but I feel like with Patreon, you know, people can subscribe for a couple bucks a month, but then they can be part of like a group that like can chat and give suggestions and take polls and stuff like that. So I do want to try and set that up. Like, I even want to be like, does anybody, would anybody be interested in that? Nobody can answer me. I don't fucking know if you'll be interested in that. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why it's never been like that. Like, I don't know why it's not Similar to like YouTube, where like people could just respond under a podcast. Why are there not the option to have comments? I don't really know. It's weird. But because of it, I feel like I don't know what people would like to hear. And like, you know, other than social media comments, but even that is not, you know, I don't have that big of a following on there yet. So, yeah. Anyway, so maybe I'll just start it and I'll have like five fucking Patreons, you know? There you go. There you go. But they can all chime in and tell me what they want to hear. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well thanks for having I me. hope you enjoy your night. Thanks. Enjoy your <laughs> evening. <laughs> All right. All I'll right. talk to you later. Adios. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.